0: Metafilter podcast. Metafilter podcast. Just a minute, cortex. Please commence the show. So yes, I have I've hit the recording button, which is what you do at the beginning of a recording. Hey. Uh, should we do another five-minute discourse on on uh, recording button UI and skeuomorphism and and so on? What? I think that was uh, we did that a, a few episodes. Well, well, by we did that, I mean I yammered for two minutes about it. Um,
1: about buttons?
0: About buttons, like the, the how you tell if it's recording or not recording. How if you simplify the UI to the point where like it's just oh, an abstract about, circle like, or whatnot? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I think I was talking about the like the play versus the pause button. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's the one that still actually I can't. It breaks my brain. And it really shouldn't break my brain. Like, I'm a grown ass lady and I understand how things work, but.
0: But it's, you know, it's, 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 this is, okay. So, so, uh, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about my new job other than like I have, uh, a, a, a job now and it's great to have, you know, a job and, uh, full
1: time, right? Yeah,
0: full-time, full-time hey. remote, work from home. So it's it's a comfortable fit for what I've been doing for the last 15 years. So yay, I'm, I'm very happy about that. It's a huge relief. Anyone who has been job hunting and is still job hunting, I fucking feel you. And anyone who was job hunting and found a job, you know how happy I feel right now. Um, but uh, there is a web form that we use for something at the job where it's, there's a little like on-off toggle, like just a little CSS element of like left switch, right switch for off and on. And it's... Floating above the label that it corresponds to, which is weird to me in the first place, but because
1: normally it hangs. Usually,
0: be yeah, usually be below. But okay, it's above. Well, you can tell just by looking at context; it's floating over it. Except if there's fifty of those, in which case, because there's no additional spacing between sub elements, Ah! it's the exact same distance from the ones above and below, and it's like ah, so that's gonna be my first like annoying bug request. Yeah, Yeah. I, I tested to make sure that throwing like a. Like a 0.5 em spacer in in the CS because this is a web interface would actually resolve it, and that totally would. But uh, also, I've been at this job for like three days, so I'm not going to be too much of a pain in the ass about feature requests immediately. Um, but yeah, you don't you
1: really want to come out of the gate and be that guy. right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know, I feel I wanna, like you've got
1: to set them up early for understanding what they have gotten into.
0: Well, I, I just want to establish good rapport and then I can sort of like <laughs> start being <laughs> that guy, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, but yeah, employment. Yay. It's well, nice to be employed. The
1: reason we were talking about Dutch's job besides that is he was talking about. Well, I don't remember. Was I talking about it or do you Where like. We were talking about last week. It's now Saturday. Oh, afternoon.
0: right, right. Yes. So it's Saturday afternoon. We're doing this on a Saturday, and I said, "Oh, yeah, I, I started my new job." And you said, "Oh, oh yeah, you, you started that. You, you started, started that last, last week, week, right?" And I was like, "No, no, no. I just started on Wednesday." And you were like, "Yes, that's what I said." And then we had <laughs> to establish that you consider saturday to be next week compared to the work week sort I of guess it, sort i of. mean
1: i just specifically think in that context last week in that context refers to the monday through friday that just wrapped up okay and not See, the monday through friday previous to the weekend before it
0: i guess I, I would say this last week yeah and and that would mean i mean that. that's but definitely, last definitely week clearer. To me, yeah but last week for me would definitely be like the week prior uh without further clarification yeah, so if you this said is one I of started those...
1: last week, you would have thought you had started in February.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll remember to turn this into a, a an Ask MetaFilter.
1: Ooh,
0: because uh, boy, I'm sure we'd get a million opinions, and that'd be exciting. Yeah, I'll, I'll ChatGPT
1: could spout some bullshit or not, because that's now against the rules. <laughs>
0: did you <Yes>. see that? <laughs> I I did. Um, here, uh, this is this is episode uh, 192 of the MetaFilter Monthly Podcast. I am Josh Cortex Millard, and I'm Jessamine. And uh, yeah, it's 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 Saturday, March fourth, and we are recording in the afternoon. And I'm gonna... I have just
1: gotten back from town meeting and shoveling what appears to be somewhere between twelve and fifteen inches of snow off my car porch and driveway, some of the driveway. My plow guy came too.
0: Do you have sensation in your fingers? Like, do you get like numbingly cold fingers doing this, or is it more just? No, like? No, it's cold? actually
1: like thirty-four degrees outside, which oh, around right. here is
0: yeah, it's warm.
1: Balding. I mean, 32, three, four. And so basically, no, you know, and you stay super warm. The problem is dressing for it. You know, I was wearing like a flannel shirt under a raincoat, kind of like a like a zip up kind of, I don't know what you call it, but like a light coat. And yeah. I was sweating and I felt disgusting by the time I came <laughs> inside. So it's like you get super hot, but also you want something that's going to keep you from getting wet on the outside. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's mostly just my wrists hurt from doing a whole bunch of like you're kind of like shoveling along the driveway and you kind of knock into an iceberg, you know. Oh, yeah. You get those
0: jarring sort of. Yeah. 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 Not
1: the worst. But Yeah. A little bit of labor.
0: Whereas yeah. I, I, I have I've played a video game and read the internet and it's Saturday afternoon. And because I have a Monday through Friday job now, it's like it's Saturday, baby. So Does it rip feel it or rip it. does it
1: feel like an extra Saturday? Did you just literally pop
0: open up? A... I did. I just ah, opened up ah, a nice ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, big ballard, hazy Imperial <laughs> IPA. I'm 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 getting back into normie life here. Uh, it's just, definitely beer o'clock on timing. a Saturday. The time yeah. was so good. Yeah, no, I, so I good. that's a... I like the feeling. So Well, and
1: we had town meeting, which is, you know, it's democracy in action in Vermont. And it was actually a little lively. I mean, it's a little oh, yeah? bit of a snore, but also a little lively because uh, we have this funny cop situation. Which is to say, my town successfully, at least partially, defunded its police force a couple of years ago. Nice. freaking great. And so we had a contract with the county sheriff's department for a little bit of policing. And it cost significantly less than it costed before. And that was great. And et cetera. Um, but then uh, some shit got shaken up. The Republican sheriff got voted out of office by a Democratic sheriff and kind of took his ball and went home and a whole bunch of people quit. So there weren't enough police to fulfill the contract. So the contract was um, uh, basically rescinded with like 30 days notice. And so our select board, you know, if it were me running the town, I'd just be like, well, fuck it, no police then, you know, whatever. We don't, no. there's no crime, Uh, which is mostly true, but the select board really felt like they had to get police. And so they had to like make this whole thing up, which now means that we go from a budget of significantly less than it had been to maybe double what it was last year. Jesus. And um, the town is weird because it's made up of four villages and only the central village, which is where I live, is going to pay for the police. They're the only people who have ever paid for the police. There's no police in the other villages in town. And so it's fascinating because the school is in the village. The hospital is in the village. The police serve the school and the hospital, but only the people who live in the village pay for it. And, like, I'm all in favor of paying taxes for, like, practically everything else. But it's wild to think, you know, our taxes are going to go up, blah, 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 for cops who, you know, need all this crap that they don't really need. And and it's just awkward. And so there was just a lot of people... I think everyone who spoke to the – maybe maybe 10 or 15 people spoke to it who were all like, yep, vote no on police because it's only the people in the village who vote for whether to or not to approve the police budget. Yeah. Even though the rest of voting that all happens on Tuesday, you know, to elect the library trustees and a whole bunch of other shit. Sure. Uh, everybody votes on that. But the police is, are only voted by the village, and so, you know, most people were like, nope, I'm voting no. And then nice. there was like maybe two people who were like, but, you know. Yeah. And it's hard because I appreciate that the select board represents everybody, you know, including a lot of people who really want a lot of police. Um, but I don't think they're the people who live in the village for the most part. And so it just meant there was something interesting to talk about at town meeting. Yeah. And I was kind of into it. Uh, yeah. You know, my friend who lives across the street is the moderator. So she got to basically run the meeting. Uh, I get along great with the town clerk. Um, but there were probably 50 or 60 people there in like a 4,500 member town. Um, because we had this blizzard. Well, I don't know, blizzard. What does it mean to be a blizzard?
0: I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but, you know. I mean, in Portland,
0: in Portland, it means, like, you know, two inches of snow.
1: <laughs> right. No, but here, like, I walked to, because uh, I couldn't get my car out of the driveway, and so I walked to the town hall in, you know, what was probably a little less than a foot of snow. You just walked down the middle of the road, you know. But I think that kept a lot of people home who might have otherwise come. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, it was very interesting and very interesting. lively. A little and bit now, of, yeah. Uh, my arms are like, we hate you, and I'm like, you'll get over it. I'm just waiting to get strong. Yeah, like I've been shoveling probably every day this week. When do I get strong?
0: I, I, I think I think getting swole may be a somewhat more long term. I don't want to be uh, swole. Process. I just
1: want to be stronger and not have my arms hurt the same amount. Every well, time I mean,
0: I you can be very slightly swole. But, I would know. settle for swole. But 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 yeah no I think I think I I I get the impression it's sort of a long term thing you like have to keep doing strenuous like you know muscle building exercise over the course of like months. uh, All right, maybe next time I
1: take a shower I'll do a little flexing in the mirror and see kind of yeah. Because as you know I cut off all my hair. Uh, Did yeah 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 last time?
0: Um, I don't remember if it happened last time or if I just saw you mentioning it it the meantime. Did because
1: I feel like I sent a picture you know, abusing my authority. Been like, Everybody look at my picture. Tell me I look nice. But I feel like that helps you lose, you know. I, 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 I weigh less with less hair. And yeah. I you like drop, I can see my neck better.
0: You drop a little dead weight. And, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's well, and you know, it, it's, yeah,
0: the hair doesn't weigh that much, right? But it's all on your head. So you're disproportionately feeling it. So Well, you know. yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly right
0: so like you wouldn't yeah. feel as much if you shaved your back uh the same amount of hair mass you know just because the the musculature holding it up is you know differently arranged are you that implying was a...
1: josh millard that i have a hairy back
0: no i mean i mean the the, the don't get me wrong back. i the... love
1: a good hairy back yeah but no no i no,
0: think i think the more the generic you a person okay, if a person what? were to have like a head's worth of hair on their back and shave it off i don't feel like it would have quite right, the it same would feel less like you yeah it would lost. be less of a load off Mm. Although it would probably be a major, uh, you know, textural change. Mm. Um, it would make I say someone who's like, yeah. Make your
1: shirts feel weird. Yeah, exactly, you know? All right. So, uh, yeah. That
0: I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, there have
1: been no jobs. Let's I just get all. that out of the way. <laughs> I'm going to tell people they should post more jobs. Um, there have not been any jobs.
0: Or they've come and gone so quickly that we didn't see them.
1: Yeah, good, good question. I mean, I see, it's possible customized. there could have been
0: five hundred jobs all snapped up immediately. Like, I like it, them. I mean, yeah, there could have been. It seems really unlikely, but you know.
1: When you load um, the jobs page, do you just see a bunch of little boxes where there would be little um, pointers, or do you uh, see it pointers? looking the way it's supposed to look? Well, like. You know, if there is a job in a place, normally there's like a little pointer, like image over the place.
0: Oh, like on the map up top?
1: Yeah, up on the map.
0: Um, that is currently not loading for me, so no. Oh, you don't see the uh, map
1: at all or you Yeah, I I I've I've, I've, I've,
0: I've I've got a white space instead of any map content, so I think something's fucky on my end. Oh, weird. Um, or on on their end, I don't know. I don't know what state the API yeah, is. Yeah,
1: cuz what I see is a map and, you know, it just says United States cuz I believe all the jobs are in yeah. the US right now. And then a bunch of like Boxes that look like they would have like the arrow, an right? icon or something in them.
0: Well, maybe there maybe there's something going on. Somebody uh, wants to bit, let uh, us know what you're specific. seeing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Um. But, 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 uh, what was I just thinking? Thinking about problems. Well, you, or you, well, well, about you know, you know what it is. Well, I was I was thinking about the job thing, and the problem is like the most recent job up there uh, is job number two thousand, and no one wants to break the round number streak. <gasps> so.
1: Of course, Josh, you've nailed it.
0: Yep, there it is. My keen insight into the secret code of the world. Um, but yeah, projects. Uh, here's a project that I appreciate. This is from Morsepin. it looks like it got a, a-
1: Oh yeah, I thought this was great and it drove me crazy. Like that concept drives me crazy, but why don't you-
0: Yeah, this is Lurtle, which is like Wordle or maybe Liardle, it's Lurdle, but I just with say one lie off, per answer, just... like it, it's it's got to be lurtle but like you know i think it's lurtle because it's a lie and in, instead of just plain wordle so like take wordle but also it lies about one of the answers it's like you know fucking those those uh trophy crete you know guards from crete uh or no 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 it's it's all Cretans are liars that's right anyway point Cretans. is lies uh the people from crete uh it's, oh. it, it's, it's like a classic no, no, no. it's a classic paradox I, I know, paradox. What, I know like, what you're talking
1: about i was like looking yeah. at another thing and then came back and i was like Cretans. yeah
0: not not you not i've heard people say Cretans. yeah and maybe that's a thing but i i say Cretan, but then then no no, if no i no. ever I had it, to talk about crete then it's a problem right
1: i say Cretans too i just i just was like i didn't know you meant people from crete and i thought you meant yeah. people of low intelligence
0: yes um Yes. No, no there's, the, there's the classic like paradoxical aphorism of some some philosopher who was from Crete quipping that all Cretans are liars. And so, like, but if that were true, then he'd be telling the truth. But if he's telling the truth, then it's false. And, you know, yeah. Anyway, has uh, been made uh, a variation that involves some lying, and that's fantastic. And, uh, So yeah.
1: I haven't played this. So basically, each answer, like, most of the stuff it tells you is the truth, but like one of the things is off. Oh, I get it. It, it picks one. Yeah, like, like, it. Like, like, like
0: it figures out what the answer would be that you'd get as your normal verbal feedback and then like picks one of those and tweaks it to make it wrong. Oh, my So God. you have to like so you have to like figure out by uh, by 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 uh, inference what the lies are based on inconsistencies in the truth table of the answers you've gotten so far. Um, and it sounds like it's still a work in progress, but the the basic thing is there and works. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I appreciate incredibly that concept. I like anything that gets into weird, shitty misinformation and unreliable narrator as, as, kind yeah. of stuff.
1: Whereas it just makes my brain break, and I'm like, yeah. no, I just need people that just tell the truth. Well, oh my and God. It's,
0: it's tricky too because you really have to be careful about what sort of puzzle you try and apply that kind of trickery to, because you want it to like be tricky in a way that is sort of fair to the puzzle too. Well, ungettable. Like,
1: gettable, ultimately, like if yeah, there's too many yeah. lies, it's like, well, what even this is how I feel about books with too much magic.
0: Because <laughs> then, then why does any plot problem actually exist? Because right. Why right. Didn't they it's just like the magic. magician
1: versus magician. And they're like, here's this spell. Pew. Oh, I respond with this spell. And because it's all I mean, in some cases, there's really good internally consistent magical worlds. But in many cases, there's just a bunch of random shit that can happen. And then it's random. Not interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. we were
1: we were talking on pre-roll that I've read some unsatisfying books.
0: Yeah, do you, I mean, I don't want to like make this the hey, dunk on a book thing, but like I is there a even, good example of anything that jumped out to you? I can't even
1: remember. I just know that I've read some that either just seemed like super too dark or just not quite enough there there, you know. Yeah. And I think normally I would just kind of stop. You know, and for whatever reason, I sort of persevered thinking, well, maybe this will turn around, and it didn't. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily magically themed books either. Just, I don't know, just had a weird run. I'm reading some good books now, and I just finished a book I highly recommend, which is called uh, Babel, uh, or On the Necessity of Violence, an account of the Oxford Translators' Revolution, <laughs> which essentially is a book with a tiny amount of magic in it. Uh, takes place in sort of early 1800s and the whole concept is kind of a metaphor for the Industrial Revolution overlaid on top of the actual Industrial Revolution, where you can have like these word pairs where one is a word in one language and one is a word in another language, or the same word in a different language, and the tension between the meanings being slightly different can itself create like a slightly magical effect that can help things. <laughs> And finding those word pairs and understanding other languages enough that you can understand etymologies uh, becomes what the translators do. But then it turns out they're yeah. just doing that in service to empire, yeah. which is deeply unsatisfying because many of them are people of color who have been taken from their native homes because of their language facility. But then they're using it to essentially, you know, Prop support up the, empire the empire that's that, that colonization their people.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's really well done. Yeah. Um, and it was no, that sounds fantastic yeah I, I
0: i really i i really like it when i like a mechanical magic system i like i like it i like it when there is something that's not so much oh we came up with a basic rule set so this is how you can cause magic to work but rather like we've discovered that there is a mechanism by which something that is functionally magical because we don't understand it in other terms happens but also we really are having a hard time figuring out how it works and how best to manipulate it and it's it's basically fussy technology with terrible documentation. That is um,
1: mostly this. I mean there's clearly like a little bit of magic involved, you know, so you have sure. because obviously it has like an effect that is yeah. not is not an actual physical effect, but yeah. in general you have to have these little silver bars that have the words etched on them and you have to put them in a place and you have to keep them polished or else the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. And maintaining those silver bars becomes kind of a grift for the translators and they make money doing that. And so it's yeah. in their best interest to not make that. You know, I could go on. And yeah. On yeah, that. yeah. No, but it it was just good. a really good book. When after reading a bunch of like fine, but kind of lackluster books, this one was so up my street. I was yeah. really happy about it.
0: I am currently rereading Harrow uh, the Ninth. I reread uh, Gideon the Ninth. Um,
1: I don't know sometime. these
0: books. Oh, this is the Locked Tomb series. Um, and, don't know uh, that. By Tasman Muir, I think is the name of the author. Um, she's great. They're wonderful. They are sort of weird, sort of hive, like, like sort of very alternate setting, high fantasy, science fiction, tumbler. Uh, l- stories like like it's uh, tumblr in the sense that like the author is an extremely online 21st century person um so there's lots of like weird uh little like subtle riffs and jokes and sort of like
1: I love that stuff I feel so seen when I read that stuff yeah
0: exactly I I, I, I've laughed out loud many times reading the first two books because of things that like if someone didn't know what they are there's oh that's a slightly odd turn of phrase and instead I'm like oh I get it I get that joke it's like, um, did
1: you see uh, other Jim uh, made a bunch of Lego minifigs? Yeah. They're maxi figs. Yeah. And part of, you know, he sort of uh, made them and talked about making them on the Internet. But then one of the last things he did was he set them up in that whatever that stupid four panel. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to explain this right. Yes. Did you do loss? That <laughs> I did not thing. see that. <laughs> I'll send you I'll send you a link to it. Yeah. Um, but like uh, it was very very subtle right and yeah. at first cropping because he's on you know on twitter like at first cropping like fucked it all up and so he was like god damn it like my joke and uh but then he posted it again and it's just it's such a like joke on top of a joke yeah just ridiculous
0: well the the the, the Lock Tomb books are very good and they have Uh, a very like magic exists, but it's not like magic, magic in like a, ooh, and now there's wizards thing. so much as like, like necromancers, there are, there are necromancers who deal with like death energy, but it's like, it's got this whole training and discipline and sort of like theory and science to it aspect that's a running theme through the books to the point where like, it's not treated like a, oh, and now a wizard will solve a problem. It's like, oh, okay, well, we know exactly what we can and cannot do with bone and sufficient you know, support energy based on these known theorems right. of you know, necromancy. Right, and
1: consistency to it. And don't yeah. get me wrong, I don't want to be throwing shade on wizards. You know what I mean? No, 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 like, no. I, I, but I just, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm, I'm I'm. yeah. I just, no, fantasy I, I, is not my jam. I, if it is your jam, more power to you. You
0: can do great storytelling and fun things with, like, magic that just fall on, hey, it's magic, you know, and, and everyone has a different magic system and the different ways of thinking about that and the degrees to which that's, like, worked out in detail versus left as a bit of like you know subtle characterization of the universe like yeah it just depends on the story you're telling and how you're telling it i just happen to like it when someone gets like mechanical and disciplined about how this stuff is functioning even if it is unquestionably weird supernatural non-technology non you know inexplicable stuff at some level so right right Um, right
1: right yeah well good i'm glad yeah i mean it must feel wild to you to have like weekends
0: Yeah, I mean this again. Like this is like this is the first day of the first weekend I've had in a meaningful sense in a in in a a while. It's really been you know the weird blur of unemployment and like MetaFilter before that. I had a schedule, but also it's like, uh, do I really? Yeah, but did you? Yeah, like it got better than it had been when I first started, but uh, but it also got worse. You know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah. No. I. Yeah.
0: It's, it's an interesting place to be. Anyway, uh, projects. We have other projects.
1: Yeah, I liked uh, the Sync Jason Digitize put together, which is just like word searches for his dad. His dad's name is Perry. Perry likes word puzzles. They made a website about it. And they even made a Metafilter word puzzle, like with, with Metafilter. Oh, nice. And it's just, you know, it's neat. You can turn the hints uh, on or off depending on how... Uh, you know, how 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 much you want it to actually be puzzling. Oh my god, it's adorable. The Metafilter filter one's adorable. Uh but yeah, it's just it's a fun little thing. There's a ton of word puzzles. If you know somebody who likes word puzzles, the the, the user interface is lovely. And it's just it's just it's just neat.
0: Yeah, that's 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 lovely. There is a nice project from sindark uh it's oh, yeah, yeah, a nice yeah. visualization of their exercise in toronto basically uh because of like gyms closing now because of covid um they decided to like okay i'm gonna do a lot of walking and i don't want to like you know just walk the same path all the time so i'm just gonna like try and mix it up and so there's these series of maps that they've posted that sort of track that 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 that, that history of walking over the last uh few years um and in a few different views and it's, it's very nice to look at I, I i love a good uh you know data visualization um of like you know mapping geography i to, love a good GIS link to flicker, flicker too yeah <laughs> it's kind of nice it's like oh yeah Flickr that exists yeah i think i still have an account there
1: yeah no that's uh that's neat and you know i've now gotten in the habit of uh saying uh saying it how uh dan han says it like up oh, I'm going to go for a stupid walk for my stupid mental health <laughs> but like yeah. that's what I do and you know yeah. it mostly it mostly helps a lot honestly yeah. so
0: I've sort of gotten out of the habit as as the uh, as the weather has been shitty and I I should try and get back to it
1: Oh man I walk in all the weather here like unless I'm like in actual danger of getting like run over because nobody's plowed anything and nobody will be able to see me. In fact, like I had a real setback the other day because uh, I got this great jacket at the thrift store. It's one of those kind of like long, like comes down past my butt. Um, Cause all my other ones are like, go to my waist. And it's got one of those like, like fuzzy hoods, you know, that like your, your head kind of sits back in, like you, the hood flips over your head and then it's got like fur, yeah. like fake fur. You're like fur. ensconced. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And then, like, I was walking around with it, and uh, the zipper just – because it's snuggy on me, but, like, I think that's normal. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. But the zipper was like, I give up, and, like, exploded, and now it won't zip <laughs> up. And I had to, like, you know, go on YouTube and figure out how to change a zipper, and then I went yeah. to, like, Zippershipper.com or something like that and got a zipper sent to me in the mail, and it's almost here. Uh, but it had become –
0: was it you were was posting about, uh, maybe on, on Malt Shop, about discovering that every zipper has like a zipper size marking on it?
1: Uh, was it Malt Shop or was it, I think it might have been, been, been Macedon.
0: Yeah, that could be. Somewhere yeah, that I saw you. Yeah. Think, yeah. Did
1: Which you know that? i, I did not i had
0: no idea i was like i was i was this is tremendous like like it's one of those things that immediately probably makes sense because probably they don't have just a billion bespoke zippers they've probably got some standardization so a lot of can, standardization there's yeah. like
1: four zippers for the most part you know yeah um, it had never yeah. occurred to me no fascinating i was so interested and that's what i found out because you know the
0: fascinating because it's a fascinating, because it's you dropped fastening, out for a there. Are you, you know, still yeah. here? <laughs> I feel like we haven't done that bit in a little bit. <laughs> I feel like it's been a couple months.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is this is me <sighs> hollering about it on on yeah. But I basically there's a lot of terrible YouTube videos about how to fix a zipper because of course. Hi, my name's Jessica, and today I'm going to talk to you all about zippers. Zippers have been used since the 12th century to fasten... And you're just like, oh my God, stop.
0: YouTube YouTube incentivizes eight to 10 minutes videos, so I'm obliged to like pad the fuck out of this thing because I want to monetize it. So so let me tell you the history of this recipe. So I did find
1: Um, like a perfect channel that really was like, here's the no bullshit way to replace a zipper. But now I'm just waiting for my zipper to arrive. You know, which should be next week, meaning starting Monday.
0: And uh, <laughs> wait, so last week is this Wednesday that just passed. Next week is the Monday. What is what? What is, is this? What is, this week? what is Saturday? Well, no, like you're saying well, no, like Monday I mean, two days from now.
1: What's if I'm saying this week? When do I mean?
0: Right. Well, well, you said next week. Like it's going to come next week on yeah. Monday. So, like, are you talking two days from now or nine days from now? Two days from now. Okay, so At least so Monday is, is next week. Consistent. Well, but okay, hear me out. I'm listening. If, if Wednesday is last week, like Wednesday four, three days ago is last week, and Monday two days from now is next week, then this is a week in between two other weeks. Saturday and Sunday, the weekend is in between two weeks. Like two different weeks, neither of which it is, which would make it like a third middle week.
1: No, No, that's what I, that, yeah. So like if if I'm saying what is this week? What is it? Because there's nothing. If there's last week and next week, but there's no week in the middle of it.
0: Yeah. It it, it does it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. It's oh I, I ah oh, mm. I'm so upset.
1: In general, people <laughs> are better off not knowing how the inside of my brain works, and I'm sorry I had to have
0: this no. Conversation but I I I, I I I kid. I genuinely enjoy math. No no no. I know what you mean. You know.
1: It's it's I yeah I.
0: But yeah, yeah, that one. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. about that.
1: I just don't talk um, about things on the weekend. That's the rule. well, uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> see, that's that's
0: a that's a really good that's a really good basis for it. Like that that is what this strange week between two other weeks is. It's the weekend. Shut the fuck up and let's not worry about the calendar. Great. The I week feel has like,
1: ended. Yeah.
0: Philosophically, that's great. So, um, I thought so. Yeah, we are in a we are in a void space. Um,
1: I'm certainly in a void space.
0: Yep. You know what's really exciting about my new job? Yeah. I have a I have a work laptop and I just close it at the <gasps> end of the day, and then I don't look at it again until the next time I have to work. Suck. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. I don't know. It's just it's, Although, it's a hell be of a fair, thing. the
1: one time I had a work laptop was when I worked at GitHub for 11 days.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully I'll outdo your tenure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you probably will. Do they make you use that work laptop for everything? Like, if you logged in from a personal computer, would that be against the rules? Yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that yeah. was part of my problem with GitHub is I was like, I can't make this thing work on the Chromebook. And they're like, Ah, just use your laptop. And then I use my personal laptop. And then that was part of the.
0: Uh, yeah, no, no, they're, they're very serious about compliance. Like it's related to finance stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it it's like, sense. yeah, no, no. If, if my laptop stops working, I just won't do that kind of work until they ship me a new one um, sort of thing. And I've got to work phone specifically for 2FA for that laptop. You what? Know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like real deal shit. Um, which I appreciate because it's so cool. it's the how siloed it will be is amazing. So cool. Um. Anyway, yeah. You
1: know, right now, I am sitting at my desk on my laptop in front of my desktop machine because, if you'll recall, TriCast doesn't work on my <laughs> desktop for no reason we have ever been able to figure out. So I have a really nice desktop machine that un- I am, unfortunately, completely unable to use for this podcast.
0: Like, if you want, for, like, 2023, we can make it the year of, like, a new, uh, like, web-based uh, podcasting software. Like, you know, no, no offense to TriCast, but also, like, we're just using it because it works. Yeah. And if it only well, sort it, of it works, It may then, not you know. be a
1: TriCast problem. Like, it probably yeah. has something to do with something on my desktop computer holding the headphone port you know the the sound stuff hostage for reasons unknown yeah because yeah. i can use everything else um yeah maybe i'll just try and debug it sometime it's just hard to debug because whenever we're on tricast we're sitting around recording the podcast and yeah the last well we yeah if, 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 if you ever want to just spin
0: up a, a a bullshit non-podcast tricast discussion you know i'm happy to just recite bad puns for yeah Nobody because knows. it's
1: probably just uninstalling and reinstalling drivers to be honest yeah, but some like, shit like that but who knows right
0: yep all right well do you have anything specifically else from uh projects you want to mention i don't i all right. you know i always like That's...
1: looking at people's stuff there so uh yep
0: there's more things go look and sub- submit your own stuff if you're making something or you made something go put it up there or if you I saw like something
1: it. you like put it up on the filter from projects
0: yeah which we had a couple people do on these, and that's that's always nice. And also, like we're we're coming at this like we, it was like a week and a half into February when we did the last one, so we just don't have as much to go over either. Um,
1: yeah, I guess that's true. We're a little bit more on the ball this yeah, time we're, around.
0: We're doing a shorty month this time. Um, anyway, shall and we February move on? was short, so yeah. Which happy you know,
1: Women's I'm, History Month? <laughs> have you heard about Rosa Parks?
0: I mean, yes, I. Uh, that's, that's what was, Women's that's History Month question, feels right? like to me. Yeah? It's like people okay.
1: telling me about the same women I knew about and not about, yeah. like, you know, other other women besides the women we know about. I want to hear more about Wilma Mankiller. Yeah. Even though we often hear a lot about Wilma Mankiller because people's knowledge of Native history is not great. But, yeah, I want to I hear about more radical, interesting women. Um, yeah. I, I want to hear about, yeah. Yeah, dig in on it.
0: Um, ah, That reminds me of uh, a friend of mine's old project that I probably talked about years ago when it was like sort of an on... I don't know if it's an ongoing thing, but it was uh, Rejected Princesses um, was the name of it. Uh, I'm sure there was a Metafilter post at some point um, because it's... uh, It was just good. But yeah, this is a a guy named Jason Porath who uh, I'm lucky enough to have randomly befriended because of XOXO. Uh, But he just did like an ongoing long series of sort of like illustrated write-ups about like, uh you know problematic women not problematic in like the uh you know capital p fucking problematic men sense but like but you
1: problematic know, to history for whatever reason yeah
0: you know they they were they they were poorly behaved and you know some of them were like you know probably also like bloodthirsty uh you know conquerors and whatnot but uh you don't hear those so much either um anyway uh yeah it just reminds me of that it was always fun reading his stuff because he was like you know like hey let's not just do like you know yeah the the four uh approved sanitized uh women that you're allowed to talk about because they don't scare anybody in the establishment um so yeah radicalize that shit
1: yeah and just Um, talk about more different people's stories yeah frankly like yeah yeah, there's there's just, lots and lots of people doing interesting things, many of them women for this particular month, but just in a general sense.
0: Yeah, you can go beyond just like the, you know, major entries in that one old printed encyclopedia you have.
1: Yeah, Monona Africa. Uh, let's hear more about her.
0: But uh, yes, uh, Metafilter, let's talk about the blue. Let's, All right. Let me let's uh, discuss some posts.
1: Let me let me let me bring up my. Uh, let me bring up my stuff. Do you have
0: stuff? Do you want to start um, with your stuff? I, I I haven't pulled them up yet. I'll throw one out from today that I am looking forward to reading into the links on. But it's a post from Brian about the genetics of Chernobyl's dogs, which is like looking at the genetic history of... Canines, basically, in the Chernobyl exclusion zone and areas around that, and the way there is like, is it okay? It's okay. It's just like there is measurable genetic drift that is likely attributable, in significant part, to the higher levels of radiation in that area. So there's like degrees of, I don't know if outright speciation, but like you know, genetic change is measurable in this population of dogs who continue to you know reproduce and exist. Um, So it's it's just it's it's one of those things that comes up as like a natural effect of you know a significant radioactive event but unlike it's interesting partly because unlike the people who decided to stay or move back into the exclusion zone where you have people with a sort of sense of agency and at a certain point you can't say well you know i guess you're gonna go live your life you know it's it's dogs dogs aren't gonna like have the same sort of relationship with the news about you know radioactive stuff they're just going to live there and 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 yeah so i'm i'm interested to look into more of that and see what all has been sort of uh found in the new because it's like a new uh article from nature sort of updating sort of information on this but uh yeah i mention it partly because it does not seem like it's like oh here's a bunch of doggos in terrible distress so much as like here's a weird new chapter for this subset of dogs you know like they're 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 alive, they're living there, they're reproducing, you know, life goes on.
1: Sorry, Jim is doing that thing where I tell him I'm podcasting and then he starts texting. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Texting.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, don't get me wrong, like, it's good. I should have Do Not Disturb maybe on, I guess. <laughs> I turned Do Not Disturb on on my desktop machine and then not on the laptop because I have to text you in order to get the link to this. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: the one, uh, just 100% making sure that I, we did not,
0: yeah. okay. Uh, it's a little duplication one. though, right?
1: I don't like it though. I, I feel like it means my memory is terrible and I, I would prefer to just check. Um, but the, the thread that I enjoyed being a part of and I enjoyed reading along with is this one by Situation Normal. Uh, linking to uh, a substack, uh, interviewing the last man without a cell phone.
0: Um, oh, I saw, the, I saw this pass by, but I did not. Uh, I did not spoiler
1: alert. He has a cell phone.
0: That son of a bitch. He
1: just doesn't use it much. <laughs> and he's like that guy, you know, like.
0: He's that guy who doesn't have a television.
1: I don't know if he's that, but like he has a cell phone, but he doesn't like to use a cell phone. And so he's extraordinarily difficult as near as I can tell to for certain people to like interact with and deal with. But he's just like, I'm making a statement and et cetera. Um, but I mean, I think I think that's the joke if the tags are right. Um, but it just <laughs>
0: the tags are humor and lol. So... Yes
1: but maybe they're just making fun of the guy and at any rate um the thread was just a lot of people talking about you know how how much you are required to have a cell phone to to yeah. sort of interact with with modern america and what's that about and um it's it's interesting to me because you know my technology is specific and i was kind of a late cell phone adopter. And I was definitely the only reason I had a smartphone was because Matt bought them for us whenever that was. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was
0: like 2008, I think.
1: Yeah, pretty late in the game. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it was early for iPhones, but it, just in a general sense. I didn't yeah. use it for a long well, time. Well, it had been
0: the same. It had been the same for me. I'd like, you know, I'd had a flip phone and I hadn't seen a reason to spend the money to do something else. But it's like, well, if you want to spend the money, I'm sure.
1: Exactly. And so talking to people about it and, you know, I definitely know around here, you know, Vermont, especially, and I'm sure there's other places like it, but I've just noticed it in Vermont. There's a lot of exceptionalism around technology that people not only maybe don't have technology, which is fine, like it's a choice you can make, but they're kind of proud of their not having of the technology, even as they inconvenience the people around them because they're taking what they perceive to be a principled stance and maybe it is a principled stance I don't know but but there's a certain extent to which was I I don't think this had happened the last time I talked to you but like I was invited to dinner over at people's houses that I didn't really know that well and like I went to sit down was I telling the story
0: I don't remember. So like, I went I'm to sit- waiting to hear what happened. I no. went to
1: sit down and my phone was in my pocket and I took my phone out of my pocket and put it face down on the table. And I was told by a person older than me that we don't have cell phones at the table as if I were a fucking six year old.
0: <laughs> you did not tell me this because All I right. have been fucking furious.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I was fucking furious and especially because it was kind of. You know, I was, in. it was like, I was invited to a dinner party of people I didn't know very well. It was me, two other people who are younger than me, one other person older than me, and the people who are hosting, who are really nice people who I liked a lot, were older, but they're definitely of that kind of like NPR, VPR generation. <laughs> like they really believe the way they view the world is correct, you know, and, and, And it's not like we agree on almost everything politically. So it's like, I, you know, I didn't want to make a thing out of it, but the the places we don't agree are, you know, my burn it all to the ground stance, which is one thing, but also my enjoying technology, which is another thing. Right. And so, you know, every now and again, we talk about some technology aspect and they'd all be like, ah, well, you know, the guy prides himself on like looking at a paper map and remembering where he's going and not having a GPS.
0: Which, good for you, but, exactly you know, also fucking... Must be
1: nice. My brain doesn't work that way. And yeah. there was just this kind of implication that maybe, you know, I or whoever hadn't yeah. tried hard enough, which, again, I resent. Yeah. And so, you know, I put my phone on the table. I was told to not put my phone on the table. And I told them I wasn't taking my phone off the table. And we just stared at each other for a two-beat, and then we moved on and had our dinner. But, like... You know what (laughs) like as you can tell I'm still mad a little bit yeah um and and so it's interesting to me to see different people's perspective not only what their perspective is but how normal they think their perspective is yeah um because I'm a heavy user of technology and I'm aware that's outside the bell curve But i don't know if these people who are low users of technology kind of understand that they too are outside the bell curve you know what i mean so this thread back to metafilter was really interesting for me because there's a whole bunch of people that had stuff to talk about
0: yeah it's i'll have to decide whether i want to go back and read because it's it's this kind of thread that i think i would find both interesting and i guess here's a question how much was there people like really feeling that their position was correct and what the fuck is your problem very um, few actually okay then pleasant. i should go back it was and read very like, pleasant yeah. there was a little
1: like, bit of that but not yeah. much well, i mean of there's it.
0: there's gonna be a little bit like well, it, sure, it's sure, a, sure. It's, it's, a, it's the bell curve thing you know all over again but, uh, but yeah as long as it it's the bell curve, oh, thing bell all, curve it's like, yeah we've got the normal i was normal like distribution... is there a new curve
1: i don't know about
0: yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be people who are like normal about it in the normal distribution sense and then there's gonna be people who are like extremely fussy and a few people are extremely anti fussy um, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the L curve it's 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 a statistical analysis of the episodic content of every episode of the the L word it's hey. uh, series run um, <sighs> I mean that'd be a good blog um, yeah I'd watch well I have a bunch of things from it I have a couple more most of
1: mine are actually in ask me to filter
0: oh, okay well I will hit you with a ton of the blue then hit me with a ton um, of the blue First and foremost, uh, Curious New made a post about a webcomic called Kill Six Billion Demons, which they had mentioned to me before, and I had never gotten around to looking around, and then it was like, well, it's on the front page, so I guess I should finally look at it. And it's great! Oh my god, it's weird and beautiful. It's like it jumps like within the first few pages into basically some girl's boyfriend was killed when they were about to have sex, but not in like like it was terrible and violent but in a weird strange fantasy sense not in like a you know home invader sense like a demon comes through a portal Basically kills them both, but she doesn't really die. So much as absorb a key to one of the many dimensions of space into her forehead, and then is transported into a land of demons and starts learning about this extremely expansive, explained in situ mythology of the nature of the multiverse and the fall of heaven and the rise of new gods. And it's fascinating. It's great. It's beautiful to look at. It's like I I'm taking it in little chunks just to not like burn through the whole fucking thing, but. Man, it's great. I really like it. It's a great, fantastical, weird webcomic full of strange lore and world building. And yeah. So, okay, Curious New, you got me.
1: Man, I'm just looking at like the first few pages of it and it just, ah, like it's cool looking. But like, who's her boyfriend? He seems creepy.
0: He's sweating a
1: lot. Is he a bad yeah, man
0: there there there's a weird sort of sweaty hyper characterized nature to the whole thing like okay. i don't know if he's ever gonna come back like he just like it's not even a spoiler it's so early he like he just straight up gets killed by some random demon from another dimension like in the very beginning of the story and you know and is not a part of it so yeah yeah so we know nothing at the beginning about him and we still don't know like probably you know 50 60 pages in as as far as i've gotten but uh but yeah it's it's gorgeous if you're looking for a weird beautifully drawn what is going on here story uh i'm really liking it it's it really seems fantastic neat neat um on a very different aesthetic note um there was a post from dig dug about a choir 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 performance of rainbow connection featuring kermit the frog um, for anybody who hasn't seen one before, choir, choir, choir does great big sing-along events, like a thousand people coordinated and singing along to uh, some well-known song. Like Adele did one at one point, and um, but it's like it's it's a really great vibe if you like a big sing-along because it's a great big sing-along. And in this case, it also has you know Kermit singing and his Rainbow Connection, and uh, it's nice to watch. And a lot of people were like just immediately like, I can't watch this right now. I'm at work and I can't like cry. Aww. which I'm going to. Um, and, you know, also there's the, there's another classic song. There's the Gonzo song. Uh, what is it? Someday I'll Go Back There. I can't remember the name. Uh, but that one them. also came up as like, uh, well, it's Gonzo singing about like his home planet implicitly and uh, maybe someday going home. And it's, it's a, you know, sort of sorrowful, hopeful campfire song. Um, I don't think it has quite the same footprint as Rainbow Connection, as kind of like the Ur- muppet yeah feely sing-along song but you know it's, that it's one moving that right recognize. along yeah um but probably nobody cries at r- moving right along um anyway it's nice it's, it's a nice performance and it's a nice thread full of people you know there's like a few dozen comments of people talking about aspects of it and the gonzo song and just sort of jim henson and a certain amount of argument that i i, I admit to being part of about the actual interpretation of whether there are in fact that many songs about rainbows which you know was prompted in part by a link in the post itself um but uh but yeah it was, it was a nice read. i liked it it was fun uh the performance is very nice it's it's you know I, I love rainbow connection it's a it's it's a great sing-along song so uh doing a great big sing-along is, is is a good thing to do
1: i was just watching Ari shafir who's a fairly problematic uh jewish stand-up comic talking yeah, about rainbows end. um like he's one of those like I like him because he's like he's 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 unapologetically Jewish in a way that I kind of enjoy like he was yeah. he was raised orthodox and didn't leave sort of the orthodox faith until he was in his 20s and yeah. so you know really kind of has a deep understanding of the Jewish faith but he's also like kind of a do your own research Joe Rogan uh. shithead <laughs> And that so sucks. some of his stand-up comedy is hilarious because it, you know, talks about things about Judaism that I think are funny and true and yeah. interesting. And yeah, then like some you've got, of it's terrible.
0: You've got, like, Seinfeld, Larry David, Jewish. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, you know, like, yeah, Seinfeld was a very Jewish, like, sitcom. Well, and but it was also like' Beer talks it was about New York the sitcom, faith you
1: know? in a way that is really interesting, you know? Yeah. Like, the whole, I, I believe, now, now I'm trying to remember the name of his... Special, but I think it's just Jewish or something like that. Like, it, it's all about Judaism and like weird, quirky, interesting things about Judaism, but also like maybe he doesn't really like women that much, you know? Like, he was raised yeah, in a completely yeah. sort of orthodox environment, and even though women have their role within it, it's not an equal role, you know? Yeah. Um, but he did a whole thing about a whole shtick, as we say, about. Rainbows and how rainbows are like God's packed with the Jews and I probably bring this up every other podcast but it was very funny and uh, Was the thing I thought about when I talked about uh, When you started talking about this and when I think when I hear about the rainbow connection, that's always what I think of (laughs) Weirdly enough
0: I'll have to to track down that that bit
1: Yeah, I mean the whole thing's on uh, 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 On YouTube, so uh, you can probably, right. yeah, I wish you could like control F, right? <laughs> show me, show me that, show me that part.
0: Yep. Well, I find sometimes if you like do just like Google, like as much as Google is fucked in so many ways, like there is a degree to which like typing in a short description of something like mimetic and contentful will get you to that sometimes, you know, better than you would have expected. Um, so maybe if I typed in like, you know, Ari Schaefer, uh, Shafir, Shafir,
1: Right, you um, could probably find somebody else who had already done yeah, that work. exactly. Yeah, um,
0: other. I, I got a couple of couple of social media ones uh, here. Uh, <laughs> you hear about this one? Uh, um, just yeah. Okay, thank you. What that was that was my attempt to do a vague riff on a Jay Leno. Um, hacky uh monologue you know it's like, oh and you, you hear about this one oh yeah you know there's a couple of social oh media. Yeah. yeah 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 okay
1: um Woo.
0: but yeah i didn't really uh, anyway there was a <laughs> Gwent made a post uh, about uh an essay um well a newsletter whatever uh, newsletters are just essays they're aren't, fun aren't relaxed they essays. Uh, anyway it was a, 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 a an issue of garbage day which is a, a very like good fun newsletter um uh, and this one was rounding up sort of like the sudden sort of approach of more social media paywall things coming along. Because like Twitter, obviously doing the Twitter blue thing as part of Elon's giant fucking disaster this isn't This tour. isn't working. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then like Meta is doing something there. There's been rumors, like or or rumblings elsewhere of of stuff, but like partly, partly just Meta doing it makes it all of a sudden. Oh, okay, well the other giant fucking elephant in the room is doing it, and you know YouTube does. uh, Right, and is that becoming the social
1: media norm now? Yeah,
0: and so like, is is this thing like, is this the moment where there's going to be this hard push to try and get people to do subscription social media when it's for years been like premised almost entirely on the fact that it is free. With you know maybe the occasional upsell on Facebook sites for their business promotion shit. Um, so anyway, it's 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 a topic that uh, is you know plenty of people are going to have feelings about and thoughts about. It's kind of a thing of the moment, and it's a nice big discussion about a bunch of bunch of aspects of that. So I enjoyed that. Yeah, um,
1: well, it's a nice thinky crowd for talking about yeah. this kind of stuff. I feel like.
0: Um, and there's also on the sort of uh younger social media side, uh but also the older side of the younger side. But also from Gwent who's just hitting the social media uh track uh lately, uh TikTok has this new teenage filter. I don't know if you've interacted with this or seen it.
1: I am not basically on TikTok, but oh, like well, I uh, have used TikTok so I Sure.
0: Well they have like they're they're constantly rolling out filters and there's like a f- like official ones and third Will party this make ones me look whatnot. like a teenager? This will, what it will do is it will remove your sort of naso, nasolabial uh, creases and it will oh. smooth your skin in general with kind of a blur and uh, maybe do some things to your hairline, if especially if you have no hairline anymore. Bald people tend to get a little bit of like crop of stubble. Um, but yeah, just a sort of like, it does a smoothing and sort of de- Decreasing, like in the sense of removing creases, sense um, is the overall thing. It I feel and for some like people, that's it works what, like, well. Like all
1: social media filters do.
0: Well, yeah, but someone's just going for it, and it's it's really fascinating. the The, 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 the post is premise partly around people sort of really, sort of like having a reaction to this sudden, like, weird time warp view of themselves. Um, And they've got a link of Twitter thread of examples, which is actually great. That's what I would especially recommend looking at to sort of both see it in action and sort of see how people are reacting. Because you have this really interesting mix of people reacting with a mixture of sort of wonder and confusion and shock, and in some cases, like really emotionally overwhelmed reactions to suddenly relating to this latter day, adult confrontation with the idea of themselves as a younger person. Uh, for any number of reasons, you know, people who had like shitty abusive childhoods or like didn't really have a chance to like just feel like a normal teenager, people who are like experiencing, you know, a, a, a real sense of loss because of uh, maybe like body changes and whatnot and having this sort of like immediate access to like this sense of a younger self, yeah, you know, all sorts of things. Like people, right, right, right. You know, they're, they're, the 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 examples, like their videos. So there are people talking on TikTok to some extent about how they're reacting and why they're reacting. And I thought that was really interesting and at times, you know, sort of genuinely moving to look at people having these various kind of reactions. Um, but it's also it's it's fascinating partly because I think it's hitting so strong. And I said something like this in the thread, but like it hits. Probably partly because it's video, like it's real time video. So it's not just like.
1: Right, right. It's not just a your... photograph with a. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not like a de aged photo through a filter. It's like people are able to see themselves reacting as a younger version of themselves to the feelings they're having about seeing it, like the feedback loop there. Right, like, right, right, right. You know, sort of a tremendous thing. That's um, intense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's another interesting thread, interesting discussion, people talking about different aspects of it. I think the technology in this case is really sort of like more interesting than almost any other filter thing because it's doing something other than like hey here's a goofy look or potentially here's a deceptive thing it's like no this is to the extent that this does anything what it does is create a very personal space for the person experiencing it Yeah, you know because it's going to land and yet public because it's on tiktok yeah yeah if you decide to post it yeah but I mean, but like, that's the these thing. are like, all could,
1: ones that people have decided to post. Yeah,
0: like that's the thing. Like, you could just load it up in TikTok and look at it and like not make a video. Like that's what I did. It does not work on me. I, not, I look nothing like my younger self. Um, my face is a little bit rounder now. I didn't have facial hair as a teenager. <laughs> the way it like...
1: It can't take your facial hair off.
0: Yeah, like and it does a weird job of it and it makes it lighter instead of darker, which it would have been if I could grow it. Yeah, it's like it's it just like I'm not the target market. I think I think it works better in general for for femme faces Uh that's another really interesting and and at times kind of powerful thing is like people who are post-transition looking at a version of themselves as a teenager that they never for you know any number of reasons got to like experience at the time in a gender you know coordinate way and that's really fascinating and really kind of well and
1: I think I told you right like this is a public story so I'm not like you know telling a private story but like Lucy Sant who uh transitioned as a you know 60 year some odd year old person um one of the things that prompted her transition was I think it was like a zoom filter (laughs) <laughs> Where like, I mean, cause you know, there's all those filters. I actually love the little filters that'll like give me like a mustache because I like yeah, what I look like with facial hair. And, you know, I consider myself lucky that I also, it's probably a wrong way to put it, but like, I just, uh, I, I'm comfortable with my gender, but I also like looking at myself with facial hair. Like, cool, sure. that works. That works. Um, but, you know, Lucy talks about like what it was like for her. Basically, looking at herself as a woman b- before she transitioned, yeah, a- and suddenly you know that was like the egg cracking moment. Basically, yeah, where she like, was, where she was like, oh, like that's how it was supposed to be, you know. Yeah, um, that looks
0: right. That makes sense to me. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, and and that and whole it, concept of like, and gender it really wasn't until gender.
1: that realization that I think she was really aware of it. And then after that, it was like zip, zip, zip. I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna move in this direction like immediately and you know it was kind of a it was a great thing for her um and i can imagine if you transitioned later in life being able to see a younger transitioned view of you might be you know really really super powerful
0: yeah um speaking (laughs) it's segue time uh speaking of trans issues uh, in a, a less fun way, but a notable of the moment media culture way, um, there was a post. Oh, uh, for Pete's Curiously, sake,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Curious new made a post about the collective letter from contributors to the New York Times about their concerns about the editorial bias in the new york times about transgender and non-binary and gender non-conforming people and it's a really sorry
1: i couldn't quit the new york times again yeah
0: it's it, it's a really good letter it's really well written it's really well put together and it just like it underlines people who've been paying attention already know how fucked the new york times coverage is but it's nice to see it pl- so plainly stated with so many undersigners and the new york times in their you know resulting response has been like as feckless and full of shit as you probably would have guessed if you were not feeling wildly optimistic about it but uh but the letter itself was good and the attention it is helping bring is good and god maybe it'll have some fucking uh effect in the long run um but yeah but it's a good thread. Um, I don't think it was particularly bumpy. There were a couple of dumb comments. I don't know. But well, and if you um, want
1: to see the the sort of earlier, sort of what it was coming under fire for. I mean, obviously this is like a long time in the making. But there has been some recent stuff that uh, was really sort of part of the problem. And darling, 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 Bree uh, basically has a thing where there's a retrospective article looking oh, right. at what yeah. what happened.
0: Yeah, from just a Not what happened, ago, yeah. but you know what I mean, like you know, doing yeah. a
1: kind of a Now, now that we know what we know, let's let's trace what happened and and people's yeah. opinion about what went wrong.
0: Yeah. So, you know, fucking sort your fucking shit out New York Times. Um See, that's and... what I want
1: Women's History Month to be. I just want it to be like You know, all trans women of, you know, through the ages to the extent that we know, you know, who was trans historically a long time ago. But like, you know, what, what, what kinds of, what kinds of things they did. And I've seen different little projects that have done something like that. And they've always been sort of deeply gratifying because they're not always people. Again, it's not, it's not the Rosa Parks people of the world and the people whose stories are worth telling. Uh, one um, thing that I did want to mention that I liked on Metaflight oh. was this post by <laughs> Gotta Be Funky, which is uh, The Breakfast Tour is a doctor who also does YouTube stuff and who has a three-year-old and does this series called Play-Doh Surgery, which is Play-Doh, yeah. not play uh, where you can see what a surgery is going to look like, but without having to watch a surgical procedure, which I think for some people are, uh, you know, yeah. feel squeamish about. And uh, they're actually really kind of neat.
0: Yeah, they're really delightful. And it's, it, it's it's a great sort of balance of like getting at that idea of sort of the anatomy and the process while like so abstracting it with like colorful primary colors and like, you know, plastic tubing and whatnot that like all of the squick basically is gone um which is a really impressive sort of line to manage to walk and i'm sure like for some people like there might still be squicky just as a conceptual thing but sure. like you know it's it doesn't have that like it's not it's it's literally not visceral it's like, intended which is, to be specifically
1: great. not visceral
0: yeah um yeah no that was that was that was I, I i saw a couple of those and i really enjoyed that so that was a that was a great great call for a post um I have aii I'll, I'll knock through a few more real quick, um, and then we can move on to ask Metafilter. Um I was sort of fascinated by this uh, write-up in this post from uh, Ettrigan about the sort of history of the band live, especially oh in God. recent years. But like you know, kind of since they were big briefly in you know the '90s, and then I like...
1: am interested in live in a in a weird way. Um, yeah. There was a there was a question that involved Live's lyrics that was like on trivia like a week or two ago, and is it I'm about the you know their lead singer is really a odd dude. I haven't seen this thread at all, but uh, yeah,
0: the him being an odd dude definitely comes into the discussion. Um, I noticed while still content... somehow being the least shitty guy involved in terms well, of. Well, that ABA was going to be my question.
1: I see the content warning of domestic violence and um, sexual they're, battery. They're, Is that him? There's a
0: third party outside of the band itself who that comes up with. Okay. Like, as far as I can tell, no one in the band was like horrible that way. But they worked with a guy who was horrible. And that's kind of part of the whole weird story of the last many years with the band and their bad fortune. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, but yeah, um, yeah. What was the question about the lyrics?
1: No, it was it was it had to do like it, it actually comes up in the thread. Like there's a there's a uh, there's a line like I, I think it's like the placenta falls off the table or something. The, the like placenta that. falls to the floor. Yeah. The placenta falls to the floor, and the, I think the question involved like what what falls to the floor in the live song, <laughs> and I don't I don't even think it was regular. Match day. I think it was like a mini league. Yeah. But I was like, what? Like, I know yeah. that band. I know most of that song. And I literally didn't know that's what the word was until seeing it in trivia like a couple weeks ago. And well, apparently, yeah, no, that's, for that's a lot of people
0: to the floor, right before the angel opens her eyes. Right, I who knows what he's saying, yeah. right? I, uh, well, he says placenta and he also says intentions in another verse, which comes up, there's some confusion in here whether there was actually a censored version of the song or if someone's just misremembering the fact that intentions and placenta were both in there. But there's also a like, oh, there's a whole running theme in this thread of people having basically the moist reaction yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah, placenta yeah. as a word in a song, which, uh, anyway, it's an interesting thread. It's a really interesting read, just like, I had no idea. It's it's weird. It's like this is a primo, this band had a hell of a bad time, partly because of bad decisions they made. And yeah, the lead singer guy seems like the only guy who stayed out of weird, bad, terrible investments with a con man, and he's like, look, I just want to be in this band, and if I have to get rid of the rest of the band to do that, okay. Right, um, right, right, but right. Yeah, it's, it's interesting and weird. I had no idea. I hadn't really thought of live as anything other than a band that put out that album Throwing Copper when I was in high school. Um, right,
1: right. Well, Throwing Copper was a, a album that a friend of mine sent to me on cassette when I was living in Romania when you didn't have access to, like, you couldn't just go out and buy music much. Like, there were sure. some, like, people who were selling kind of dubs of stuff, but they were terrible. And so it was, like, some of the only new music I got for that year. And, Can you
0: explain uh, to our younger listeners what a cassette oh, is? shut up. <laughs> It's a way Uh, we used to get
1: music. (laughs) It was very um, important for a period of, for a decently long period of time. Like I had cassettes from when I was a tiny kid until like CDs really started to kind of replace them. And I almost never bought, I don't think a lot of people bought like commercial cassettes kind of, though you could, Um, but like they were great for making mixtapes for people. Right? Yeah. Because you could just, I mean, push, I definitely like like people were definitely music buying like, the radio.
0: music on cassette. Like I, I CDs really sort of like started to come into their own when I was in high school. So it was like a weird transition. I remember arguing on the bus over the relative value proposition of CDs in some totally full of oh, shit. Oh, we've all had that argument. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of music, mm-hmm. nailing these sideways, uh, Knox Atterham had a post about the Hell Quarter, which is a custom. Uh, Guitar amp made uh, by uh, uh, I don't know Norwegian Swedish. I, I don't remember what they is. Nordic accented craftsman. This link. Uh, uh, he made a he made a uh, a guitar amplifier where instead of a speaker that plays the sound, it has twenty five plastic recorders, each of which plays a different note. So it's like a sort of MIDI recorder translator for the music that comes in. It's he looks adorable. And it's yeah, he's very fun, um, and there's a link down at the bottom uh, that Nocturnum added as well about a analog kazoo distortion app he made, which is much more like <laughs> what I wanted. Um, but there's a couple other links to other good, weird. It's just it's just weird, fucking entertaining, like bad idea executed well. Hacks. From somebody who
1: enjoys and knows it's a bad idea.
0: Yeah, like... yeah, like it's it's in the spirit of like, hey, I had a bad thought, I'm going to pursue it. Um, that seems to be like his whole theme. I think Aww. his channel is like behind the mistakes.
1: <laughs> uh, which
0: is a good title. That is super um, fun.
1: Oh, I've got one more. Uh, oh, one more metaphor do it. post. do it. Which is uh, from Fiasco da Gama. Uh, browse around the infinite hard drive to see what using a Mac in the mid-1990s was like. <laughs>
0: I totally missed this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, God. It it just
1: basically, I mean, you can OS see 9, it. Baby. It's like a little computer that basically goes through the steps of booting up OS, Mac OS 9.
0: Yeah. And, oh, and you man. get you fucking get a little memories.
1: cursor. It's slow as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you watch a progress bar. Oh, it's like an extension icon. It's before oh, OS man. ten I'm came, having... which I think is what for most of us in the Mac universe, like is the modern os but like you know a lot of the rest of us were around back in the you know back in the hippie days oh my god it's still starting oh, up jesus Josh. christ i am having it's loading perf- the in it
0: yeah, no, no, ah! yeah no no yeah no i i i started quicker so i'm I'm there faster but god damn i'm having a tremendous wave of nostalgia i really have not looked at os9 in a long time but this was like the high school computer era for me like we were a big, for, like, for me Mac this was shop. the
1: college computer yeah
0: Ah, oh, Jesus! Or Christ. maybe okay, after I, I, college even. I'll, I'll come ha- back and have a crisis about this after the, <laughs> the podcast. do a crisis, uh, buddy. No, it was a good crisis. Like a, a feeling like, like that song that you haven't heard in 20 years and all the feelings that were attached to it. sort of like the, the the potency of the triggering of memories. Crisis is a, and, is, and the, is a silly way the to put the
1: person it, but, who made this has also made ones where you can um, also do System 6, System 7 uh os8 and os9 and there's a whole bunch of blog posts that also kind of talks about it also
0: that's excellent yeah it is i wonder if they or someone else has done like amiga 500 workbench stuff because that Mm. was like my personal childhood that like is less relatable because no one had a fucking amiga um
1: fewer people had amigas but i mean
0: obviously some people did but like it was it, it did not become the thing that uh that commodore was hoping it would yes um, okay well my other two quick ones um there is a movie coming out that is a dramatic thriller adaptation of the story of tetris which is not what? the worst idea because it was a weird situation with like n- oh navigating the story lic- of yes okay yeah the story of it like you know in the, in the late 80s the uh the the licensing of tetris outside of the oh Soviet yeah i read Union the and, graphic
1: novel about it it was yeah. actually pretty interesting yeah
0: Yeah, so there's there's a movie coming out, I guess, and there's a trailer for it and a bunch of discussion about uh, Tetris, and so that that I found enjoyable. Um, I'm going to mention finally my own post because it's a post about a resource of videos I love, which is there's a guy named Jim Lil who a year ago I posted a thing that he did about like where does an electric guitar's tone come from where he basically decided it just comes from the pickup because if you string six strings between a couple of tables and put a pickup in the right space, sounds just like you're playing an actual guitar. So maybe all that tone wood shit that everybody argues about on gear forums is maybe <laughs> kind of bullshit. Okay. But since then he's done a bunch more. And uh, and so I watched them all, I was like, oh, this is great. There's sort of like, there's six videos now and I made a post rounding up all of them. Um, and it's just really interesting. It's it's interesting from just sort of like a music perspective. I think it's especially interesting if you've like ever played electric guitar because you have a little bit more context for both the sounds and the shit people tell you about your electric guitar, almost all of which is bullshit. But there are fundamental principles. And he's just sort of like, what are the actual things that matter for all these different aspects about the amplifier, how it's constructed, how the cabinet is put together, how the guitar is nice. made, you know? Yeah. And it's really cool. And they're short, like they're like, you know, 15 minutes a piece, and he's really funny. And he's just like a session musician, he knows his shit, but he's also not like a luthier. So he's like, Hey, I just have to figure out how to, you know, sort this out from a naive perspective. And they're great. I like, I really like them. And I was glad there were so many more since I last looked and I liked it. So there we go. That's my meta filter. Hey, Metafilter. good.
1: I did not make any meta filter. I'm done posts. with Metafilter. filter. I was, I was, I'm still. yeah <laughs> <laughs> what happened well like i'm conceptualizing one in my head but it's kind of a weird tricky uh topic about like a guy like originally there's just like this guy that does uh sort of asl news right news in the asl community does it on youtube videos in asl and like it's sort of sign language stuff interesting but then I was like, oh, that's cool. I should post that to Metafilter. And then it turns out there's this big drama about one of the sort of, sort of big, well-known interpreters in the ASL world who's suing the people who are doing The Lion King on Broadway because he was scheduled to interpret for them, was offered the gig, and then it was rescinded. Um, and it's a little complicated because I guess the director asked him to do it, but then the Broadway people wanted to have ASL interpreters that were people of color for The Lion King, and it's just a, it's it's a drama that I'm not sure I totally yeah. understand, um, and it involves uh, the deaf community, and specifically the deaf community of color that I, I don't know. I, I know a little bit about sort of the white uh, deaf community, and so I didn't maybe want to stumble into it until I knew more about sure. it. Um, even though the story itself is pretty interesting, but it may be one of those, like, you talking to me about Blaseball, and I'm like, I don't know, is your little (laughs) penguin playing? And, like, that's all I can figure out, you know, and I don't want to disrespect people who are not, uh, you know, who are are deeply invested in the community. But if you look at the YouTube comments of this one, like, news report about this guy who's suing the people who offered him the job, uh, it seems really split among, like, white asl interpreters and black asl interpreters and if you think this guy is right or wrong which is interesting in its own right Um, yeah so yeah i'm interested to see where that goes and maybe i'll make a post about it if i feel like i understand it better this is my post by proxy telling you about it
0: all right yes all right let's talk about ask metafilter
1: fantastic uh this was my favorite um you know one of the things that's great about metafilter is that there are a lot of people of a certain age but also people of different ages and so this was from wow enthusiast who is millennial always had the internet and are interested in the idea of physical bulletin boards
0: Ah.
1: and so you know Quote, wondering if me fights have stories that might illuminate my imagination of these glory days, unquote, and talking about, you know, what is what is that like? And especially for people in rural areas, but in some other places as well. You know, people chime in like we still have them like I've got a bunch of bulletin boards in my town, you know, and a lot of people in rural areas have them. But, you know, there's people in other different areas, but then also a lot of people just talking about what it was like in their in their communities uh, and yeah. what you would use bulletin boards for and what was interesting about them and I just I like the thread a lot I, I like thinking about bulletin boards just as a very democratic way of sharing information but also <laughs> listening to people talk about them in different ways they can they can go weirdly right or weirdly wrong or how people can goof on them in ways that are funny
0: yeah no that's yeah that's 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 a great question because like I mean I definitely like I, I wasn't old enough to care about bulletin boards before the internet for very long. There's probably like, you know, a couple years in high school before internet access was getting a little bit more ubiquitous. Yeah. And like, you know, a bulletin board was a necessary thing. And like, we probably had a bulletin board in the high school that I'm not particularly remembering. But like, there's still bulletin boards in like coffee shops in, in my neighborhood and sure. grocery store and whatnot. So like, it's never quite disappeared. It's just like, what people are using it for, you know, and how broadly they're bothering to use it has definitely changed over time.
1: Right, well, and one of the things Jim pointed out when I was talking to him about this is that, um, like, the the bulletin board online system, like BBSs, weren't, democratic because it was only people with computers and phones and like very deeply nerdy people. It wasn't just kind of for everybody. And so even though, I mean, it was technically for everybody, but it definitely wasn't used by everybody. And so even though those things were called bulletin board systems, they in some ways were (laughs) antithetical. (laughs) Yeah. BBS was not
0: a bulletin board. It was, you know, it was, it was a weird proto internet. Right. But B &B and B stand for bulletin
1: and board. Yeah. 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 fast.
0: Well, Airbnb. You know, you like shut up. when was the last time you went to an Airbnb that was a B and B? Like it's yeah. What?
1: What?
0: Just just like Airbnbs aren't very much like the B and B experience that they tagged. The Air bulletin from. and board. No, no, I'm I'm just tagging like breakfast and board bed. and bullet bed, bed and breakfast bed and breakfast. You know. Oh. You, uh, I, was, I, was, I was. The only thing in common. Oh, I just is like watching acronyms. you struggle. Josh. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, good. Good. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> I'm just gonna get a job somewhere else
1: you just do that yeah anyway. <laughs> can you get me one
0: <laughs> yeah i'll look into it um
1: oh here's a here's another one speaking of jim because this is the thing he and i talk about all the time uh metafilter user quintessence is stuck in a hotel room for mandated covid isolation i hope you feel better quintessence and i hope you are okay um the room has an lgtv motion smoothing is turned on god and it is making their eyes hurt uh how do you get around it without having full access to the tv settings and so you can throw
0: a brick at the screen not if you want to
1: continue to watch it and the the hotel was like you can't do it but black leotard front was like hey What's the model? Quintessence links to the model. (laughs) And Black Leotard Front figures out the hack. From the installation oh. guide, I don't know if it's a hack. I guess it's not a hack, but basically, a button—you hold down a button for a certain number of seconds, yeah. and then press the password that they probably never changed from the default, and then you can oh. get in to turn it off.
0: That's <sighs> you, that is beautiful, Black Leotard. You are Black Leotard front. You are a fucking superhero. So, oh my good. god, that's oh, ah. so good. I have, my heart I think is in... just growing right now. It's swelling with. Pride and happiness and community. You I know, think meaning. my
1: T V has motion smoothing on and it drives me a little crazy, so this may inspire me to actually dig around and see if I can turn it off. Yeah. I mean it reminds me of kind of that TikTok thing, you know. It's like everybody looks like they're using the weird teenager filter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, uh yeah, it drives it drives me fucking crazy. Like uh I have nothing interesting to say about it. I just hate it. It's 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 a bad default. There may be times when it's useful, but it's a bad thing to just do to all incoming fucking media on a TV where most of it was not designed for Yeah, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. Anyway. Yeah. Um
1: Uh here's one that remains unopen unanswered. Uh this is from Queen Sissy. Um, looking for an old fashioned blow up sex doll. Not one that has a realistic face on it. The crappy one with the crappy stripe of hair. And there's a link to a picture. And what made me laugh was in the parentheses. It said, Link's as safe as we're going to get with this question, folks. (laughs) And it's for a costume. To be fair,
0: if someone didn't know what they were looking at, they wouldn't know what they were looking at, I guess. So, But yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and, but, but <laughs> I don't know if they found it. This was like the middle of February. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I... Yeah. That's, that's an interesting question. Cause, yeah. Like, would anybody still be making them? Like, I, it seems like the sort of thing that you could see showing up at like a dumb college party sort of thing. Like, maybe you need to check in with like local fraternities. <laughs> see if they have a good source for like shitty retrograde, uh, you know, pranky party favors, but yeah, man, yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yes, exactly. So I was, I was interested I hope, in that question. I, I hope
0: we have a listener who's like, actually, I happen to be a historian of like, you know, mid-late twentieth-century uh, sex prank paraphernalia, and I can tell you exactly. Um, so if you're listening, please get get on it.
1: You have more from ask metafilter i have a little bit more
0: i've got a couple of follow-ups from things previously mentioned one of which i think this is since our last podcast but it was right on the cusp i had mentioned probably a episode or two ago that uh larry david syndrome was looking for advice on repairing a piece of stained glass that uh their father had made um many years ago and uh they followed up on the 11th with uh, hey it's fixed and here's what i did and uh how it came out and here's a picture and i was delighted by that it was nice to see follow-up on it and they even had a tip that i am genuinely going to consider next time i have to repair a stained glass piece which is like using a separate strand of something to wick off the solder you're melting off the piece that you're repairing oh Cause that's,
1: interesting okay because
0: like solder melts and it just likes to blob where it is like it works really great for what it's supposed to do so you can make it, it blob
1: like, onto something else
0: yeah which is great Because the best solution I've had so far to getting solder off something is to, like, solder it upside down and let it drip. And that's not a great plan. Right. It's not terrible. But, you know, like, I'm going to intentionally drop a spattering of, like, lead tin alloy liquid onto my work surface. Like, eh. I mean, there's a reason you wear fucking goggles when you're working with it at all. But that's really – so this, I like this. I like this. And, uh, and yeah, I was very glad to see it fixed. And, uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, personal – history repaired, and a nice little bit of photo documentation. So fucking A, Larry David syndrome. Nice work. Um, And my other follow-up is just there was a recent addition to a, like, two- or three-month-old thread about books with sort of apples and oranges thematically for filling up a bookshelf. And there was just recently, after a long uh, absence of answers, a new one from Blue Horse suggesting several more titles. So if you're excited about the orange and apple bookshelf... There you go. There's a little bit more content.
1: Neat. I have uh, two more. Um, This one was very sweet. This was from Toucan, who was, like, just in a situation, basically, like, burned out, not getting enough sleep, would rather be in bed. But they agreed to make a birthday cake for a family member they like. It's got to be special. Just, you know, lack the spoons. What? How? Ugh. You know, just couldn't. Yeah. And and like, you know, a whole bunch of like like I can't just back out. I can't you know, order from the bakery like just please. And there's a lot of really kind you know, answers of how to do a thing that's nice, that's going to work out okay. I think Coco Girl wound up with one of the best answers, uh, you know, blah 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 many things. There's a lot of best answers in here. Uh, they actually wound up making a uh crepe like a layered crepe uh cake with like cream and raspberry jam and it seems nice Nice. and it it worked out and they were just having a hard time and they I think were worried just about putting themselves through a harder time trying to make this stupid cake work and it actually wound up being something that it worked out nice for them yeah so it
0: was... uh, yeah I'm, I'm scanning through the answers it's, it's it's a nice mix of here's a suggestion for a very doable cake and also like here's a suggestion for how to like not kill yourself over like the stress you've introduced right. you're into you process. Okay. So just like yeah take it easy just make a cake you're fine right um, what's
1: special is that you made it and that you care yeah. kind of yeah but yeah it was very sweet it worked out nice and uh it was nice to read And then, uh, my last one, uh, kind of segues into, uh, the bulletin board thing, which was wow, enthusiasts. Again, um, I'm interested by personal ads of the pre-internet times. You could probably tell me more about sort of what that's like. Now I'm a little curious if they just have a blog, like, (laughs) <laughs> like where they where they <laughs> it's a, sort of it, this it is be. the same person <laughs> you know, and i didn't notice it until just now yeah. but basically what was it like with like personal ads in the newspaper how did that work how would you get a hold of somebody do you talk to them on the phone how yeah. how yeah and um it's just you know there's a lot of people talking about how they met people like how you know they worked at a newspaper and how that handled uh brandon yeah. is and his wife uh, uh lisa i believe who passed um but you know they they were together 20 years and they met through a personal ad in the baltimore city paper in the 90s and um it's just it's just it's neat it's neat uh yeah it's neat listening to people sort of sort of talk about it my only yeah. uh contribution is the Presidents of the United States of America have a song called Stranger Show, which is all uh, I Saw You. Because uh, there were there were like misconnections, kind of. Yeah, I was going to
0: say misconnections jumps out as a big sort of like still sort of creeping along cultural reference.
1: Yeah, we um. have it in Seven Days, which is the sort of print alternative paper in Burlington. Um, but the Presidents of the United States of America song is uh, just all direct Pulls from The Stranger, the alternative paper in, in Seattle
0: this this honestly, as a sequence of questions, this reads to me like as a genuine, I'm writing a a, a novel sort of situation. I'm
1: curious. yeah. Um,
0: like it it feels like exactly that sort of like I want to contextualize this stuff better. It reminds me, um churl from Metaphy. I've talked about uh, churl me sent and... me
1: some fucking snacks. Can I just say? nice. yes, i got I got a couple delicious candy bars and uh, a little box of mini comics. Or, you know, uh, Incredible Doom, like little small box yeah. of Incredible Doom in uh, exchange for helping them with, you know, giving them some background or ideas yeah. for the next one. So I'm sorry. Go well, on. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, that, that, it's exactly that. It's like they're working on, like, the next Incredible Doom and they're, um, yeah, like, I think, yeah, that's right. They reached out to both of us via email about, like, hey, can you. Right, because I was you know, like, like don't put me on an about... email chain with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> We will just yes. <laughs> this will go. This will go in other directions for no good reason. Instead of getting you just yeah. focused research. Yeah, let's focus. Um, but yeah, you know they, they're in the same sort of position of like wanting to pull in like this detail and sort of like get a little bit more conceptual background on something because you want to write something that feels right. You want it to not be like embarrassingly off the ball and you want to sort of ground it in like, you know, real world experiences outside of what any given person themselves. Cause it's had, so, so easy
1: to imagine what that might've been like if you didn't live through it, but it really has a different kind of, I don't know, frisson, if you will, of actually yeah. living through it and having it be part yeah. of your day to day life. Like there wasn't like, that was how, one aspect of dating work so if you were somebody who was dating in the you know 80s or 90s or whatever that was an aspect you certainly knew about whether you used it or not different question you know it's like okay cupid or nerve or whatever
0: Uh, yeah bumble but it it was it was you know it was the territory it was the context yeah um yeah
1: yeah, so that was those were fun to read uh, in tandem, and because I lived through both of those, but not but not at the beginning of them. Kind of like there were definitely people who were using, you know, uh, personal ads, well well before I was even aware of them. And so it was interesting for me to hear their stories, which I didn't know about.
0: Yeah. Um, That's it for uh, me for Ask Me. Okay, well, quick quick fanfare and meta talk. Uh, roundup if you have got anything. Yep. Um, I
1: have uh, one fanfare, which is just this stupid show on Netflix, which I was talking to you about in pre-roll, but basically Kaleidoscope. It's a miniseries. Um it's got Giancarlo Esposito, who I think I most him. people like. Um, yeah. and I just like him so much. I will see him in anything. And yeah. this is okay. But I had I had watched the first couple episodes and it's kind of it's basically like a six or eight episode sort of heist miniseries and the the sort of twee aspect of it is except for the actual heist all the seven episodes before it are all served to people on netflix in random order
0: huh.
1: yeah that you is, seem I, to think I, it's funny i find it I, deeply aggravating
0: i think i think that's great conceptual well i mean that was kind of what they're trying to do with that was the original plan for, like, season four, I think, of Arrested Development yes, as well. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. Yeah, and
0: I love, I love that conceptually. Like, that's, it's a fantastic idea, and it's probably also kind of a hard sell.
1: Well, and I think the idea and, and just making sure all the episodes cue to the same storyline and you notice the things you're supposed to notice uh, may, may have overtaken the writing. You know what I mean? Sure. And and yeah. so I had just been feeling weird about it because I love Giancarlo Esposito, but I wasn't feeling the show super much. Like, it doesn't suck, but it just, you know, it's a heist is, movie. You expect them to yeah. be very tight, and this seems yeah. not tight, but maybe it's because, like, there's something, maybe there's a reveal, you know? Yeah. Um, But I don't know, and it was really nice to drop into this fanfare, which is for all the episodes, so if you don't want spoilers, stay out of it. Um yeah. To drop in there and see a bunch of other me fights being like, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I, I mean, don't I,
0: know. That's enough of a warning to make me not particularly prioritize it. But like, conceptually, it's the sort of thing that like I would be inclined to prioritize a little bit just because that what they're trying to do, yeah, even if it doesn't totally land. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: it's it's fine so far, and I'll see. Maybe by the end of it, I'll be like, oh. It all makes sense, and yeah, I was yeah. wrong to have
0: yeah. Maybe it comes together, but like, <laughs> if you can't leave her out on hope, and then is it is a dud, you're like, uh, why did I try?
1: Well, no, I don't um, mind that because for me, like, I I am often struggling to find stuff that fits my kind of narrow band. What I like. And this at least is narrowband what I like, even if it's not a great oh, okay. version of it. Yeah. Whereas you know it's too, like I just finished watching Killjoys finally, which was so good. Five seasons, Canadian, one of the better sci-fi. Oh yeah, shows we talked I've about seen.
0: that uh, last time. I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I finished. Yeah, have to it check it out and, still. You know, it was perfect as strong, but it was because the last season mostly takes place on like a prison ship, and I don't like the ethics yeah. of prisons yeah but in general like it's so good with the female characters it's so good with ideas about consent and like you know dealing with issues of alien life forms and whatever but it, it's sexy while not being objectivizing like it's just it's cool in a lot of ways and so i miss it and am looking for other things and you know casting about i may yeah i may post a thing on ask MetaFilter filter about it because i think me Do fights it. me Do fights making can understand my you know i have yeah. specific specifics kind of yeah, here,
0: here, here here are my weird parameters yeah. like work within this uh we just recently watched angela and i uh physical 100 which was a little bit of a phenomenon of uh korean oh, television that's the one with all the like um,
1: super ripped kind of yeah
0: yeah it, it's it's a hundred like swole motherfuckers um but swole in different ways which is really interesting and that sort of carries throughout the whole run of the season of like you know it's everything from like uh you know, lithe mountain climbers to super super beefy fucking weightlifter types. Yeah. Um and all sorts of things in between. Um and yeah, they're just doing, you know, a series of physical tasks and there's a little bit of like, you know, it's reality TV. It's not I'm not as allergic to it as I am to American, partly because I'm allergic to just all like of the, it. I, I find specifically the the style and cuts of american reality tv especially bad yeah, even yeah, though yeah. like i recognize some of those same ugh, things everywhere else um this is like sort of middle ground like you know it's it's kind of like watching american ninja warrior in so far as like it's a lot of replays and drama over what could have be instead more just footage of the thing but they're not terrible about it and i liked it um and uh And yeah, so I I would recommend it with a caveat that it's like it's kind of dumb, but also it's nice.
1: Well, I've got my friend down the road who's also like kind of a schlocky TV fan like myself. Like he's the one who watched Leverage and was like, it's dumb, but it's also deeply entertaining. He's now becoming my go-to guy for like, you know, what dumb but deeply entertaining thing are you watching? Because you gave me some good advice one time and I suspect we like the same stuff. So he suggested Upload.
0: Ah, we started watching that. It's it is too dumb, dumb but entertaining. Well, it's I don't know. I mean, why did you stop watching it? Um, because it's not great.
1: Okay.
0: It's got some interesting stuff, and it's not great. It kind of reminds me of. Did you ever watch Eureka?
1: No, but I've heard of it, and I know what it is.
0: It's kind of the same territory for me. We're like, this is good enough that I like it, and good enough that i wish it was better so i didn't have reservations yeah. about it yeah, yeah yeah, like it's just like it's you know it's like it's it's a solid b and i think if you really like it and enjoy it like it's very watchable and i'd say the same thing for uh for yeah upload like it's they're doing a good job they're telling an interesting story it's like i'm just i want a little bit more well i mean that's kind of how i sci-fi. feel about
1: kaleidoscope like you've got a yeah. great cast why are you putting these words in their mouths these are not the right words
0: yeah i recently watched uh I rewatched the ring the naomi watts american version of the japanese film ringu um and it's really good and i watched the ring too which also had naomi watts and boy it was not as good it like it was just a much worse script yeah i was like naomi watts is a really good actress why are you making her like read this really kind of pretty shitty mediocre like right why are you doing this to her uh, why are you yeah, yeah this is bad yeah it was it, it's the first it, it's 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 the first time in a while that I've watched such a disappointing, well resourced sequel. You know, I'm I'm used to watching shitty sequels to horror franchises that I like. It's like, well, everyone knew this this was gonna be shit. You had no budget and you filmed it in Romania and like all of these people are soap opera actors. Yes. That's not a Romania problem. It's a cheap Americans flying to Romania I get you. Uh, problem. Um, but yeah, this was like, you know, the ring two, like it looked like it had the same budget and the same resources and the same like huge, like Excellent actress at the core, as the first one, and then it was just like, just a shit script. Just like, really, sort of like, why? Why did this? Right. Why is this all you could come up with? Right. So that was disappointing. Um, well, now we're rambling about TV a bunch. I'm going to mention four quick meta talk threads. All right, I have I two, so we'll see things.
1: if they're the same. But go oh, ahead, and okay. we'll 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 do a speed run.
0: Well, one which is very pandering to me is because I've no, posted this not kind not of one threads on is. Uh, Fizz posted a nice open gaming thread. What are you playing right now? You know, video games, board games, mobile games, et cetera. You know, what's going on? And people talking about the games they're playing. And I always enjoy that because everyone's playing different things. And I always discover a couple new things I didn't know about. I am also reminded of a couple things I, I had been meaning to get to. Sometimes I'm warned away from things that I was kind of thinking about. And it's like, oh, okay, that's crap. Great. I won't bother.
1: I feel like yeah. all of my gaming time has been spent shoveling for the last month. So I have not <laughs> been playing any games. And I should I should
0: rectify that. I've been gaming very little for the last uh, three days. It turns out that having a job where you like. Everything is new and you're paying focused attention for eight hours straight. trying to figure out what's going on. It's absolutely mind bending. It's, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah, like I'm looking forward to settling in a little bit so that like, my brain can just relax a little bit. Sure. But, uh, yeah. So I have not been doing the gaming <laughs> I would normally do. Um, I didn't even talk at length about Sons of the Forest. I'll save it for next time, I guess. Okay. Um, but uh, another meta talk post I want to mention, Pronoyak I to post about, hey, it's the 16th anniversary of the podcast. This thing's been going on for 16 years and change I, now.
1: What? What? How Which are you insane? even that old?
0: I know, right? Yes. Like, I'm only 12 years old. What's going on? I know. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, and I but, just have to so also yeah.
1: give, like, a serious shout-out to Pronoic, who has, um, you know, done the transcripts, sort of stayed on top of things, hosts the wiki, like, really just pitches in in ways that i really appreciate so thanks i did not remember this anniversary particularly and uh yeah i appreciate the work he does and that we have transcripts because it's base level accessibility and still it doesn't always mean it happens without people paying attention to yeah
0: yeah and i appreciate that. that that's that's one of the kind of dumb things that i got like perfect enemy The good about it in my head is like well i don't know if it's really like a great transcript so i'll just not yeah do it and then eh, no fuck it just do it yeah do it and say it's not great but it exists that's better yeah that's a good way to go it is that's a uh, that's a wonderful thing about people's brains who are not mine people's brains who are not uh I yeah okay. do the possessive there anyway yes thank you thank you pernick you are rad and you continue to be appreciate
1: a... you oh and running the mastodon server i believe right
0: yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that, that's pronounced too. Yep. Um, which I continue to check in on. Yep. Um, okay. You, you do some meta talk and we'll see if it I
1: happens. wanted to say welcome Brandon to yes. moderation team right now. Brandon is just sort of available to like fill in shifts and do a little bit of stuff uh, here and there. Uh, Loop's been doing some work uh, at Loop's other jobs. So Uh, Brandon's been a little bit around as other people have been sort of covering shifts doing, and I just, Brandon was a delight to work with on the transition team. Uh, I just appreciate his energy. Generally speaking, he's a long time Metafilter person, good egg, nice person, thoughtful, extremely thoughtful, uh, lives in, uh, mm georgia i believe as as i've as i'm saying this i'm suddenly like wait wait um and uh i guess it's not on his profile so skip that part and uh yeah just uh pleased to uh, pleased to be working with uh him and you know welcome to the team i appreciate it
0: yeah it's been it's been nice to see him around and doing stuff and kicking the tires in the talk and uh doing moderation stuff and yeah that's rad yeah
1: yeah as, as glenn says towards the end of that thread i saw him do to do a moderation he did great
0: (laughs) Um, oh the other one I wanted to mention uh, because it's just like such an intersection of things is the the meta talk post about uh, chat GPT which uh, yes uh, we
1: had a enthusiastic (laughs) user who decided to run a bunch of ask MetaFilter questions through chat GPT and post those answers in 20 different threads Uh, yeah and uh, you know appreciate appreciate the energy was maybe not the right thing, but uh yeah. then there was a nice meta talk thread uh talking about yeah. that. One. I
0: feel like the the, the discussion good I was very grumpy up front and I will be straight, I am that grumpy about Chat GPT. Oh yeah,
1: fuck Chat G P T or people who want to talk to me about it. But like yeah, other people But to be me. clear,
0: like I think that sock puppet is what was yam yammering for a ha- ban hammering. I like I I can totally see the like, you know, I had this idea and I thought it'd be interesting Okay, that happens. But uh but, uh, but making the, a sock puppet. And, the account and... the account that posts chat GDB, no. No. That's nope. That's that one doesn't get it. no, fuck that. Right. Let's not uh let's not despoil the fucking main thing that is nice about this site with <laughs> the thing that's terrible about everywhere else right now so but yeah. yeah it was it was it was a good it was a good interesting discussion about sort of people like somewhat less stridently thinking through like the balance of things yeah well
1: or, and i appreciated you know traveling time was like okay you know i've temporarily given this account a time out let's just talk about how we feel about it so that the community could weigh in and it turns out it's yeah. one of the few things we can all agree on which, <laughs>
0: We're pretty, yeah, pre- pretty unanimous about whether or not unmarked gpt should ever show up which is comforting to me as 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 someone with a hardline opinion that I'm not like completely out on a limb there. Right. Um but yeah.
1: And uh last thing is um steering committee elections coming up. The thread goes in a bunch of different directions <laughs> Boy, that maybe That thread
0: sure is a meta talk thread. Yeah. Um but, but in any case, the steering committee is looking to bring on new members for another term. Um, yeah, a lot of people you... have had
1: life intervening. They're stepping yeah. down. I think a certain amount of attrition and turnover is expected. Um, yeah. And yeah, if you're interested in doing it, and especially if you're interested in doing it, but you're a little concerned about the time commitment, I, I think they tried to you know, be realistic about the time commitment that the steering committee put in. At the same time, I think there were a whole bunch of weird, urgent crises that we're hoping we're not going to be having this time around. So that's probably more flexible than.
0: Yeah, there was was a tremendous amount of shovel work done by the first steering committee term uh, to deal with just like the site situation in general. Yeah. And uh, this is a I feel like that's really normal, too, for like an inaugural uh, sort of committee or, or board is you end up with, like, okay, we, there's some stuff we just have to do. And then, like, the next set of things is gonna be a little bit less frantic, a little bit more let's do incremental work based on that. Um, and if you're interested in participating and helping out to some degree with the incremental work of helping MetaFilter, you know, sort of grow and mature organizationally and develop good community focused practices going forward this is a this is a great thing to get involved in so by all means you know apply or inquire um, you know if you're on the edge about it you know let them know and say hey yeah I'm, I'm not sure but I'm curious and yeah go from there yeah
1: yeah I'll be I'll be looking into the legal things I said I was looking into <laughs> you know got a message out to my lawyers but everything else yeah it would be it would be nice to uh, see some people stepping up and helping out to help do the work of running the site
0: yeah all right well i think i think that's everything and then some that i've got I, I yeah we're f- creeping up on an hour and 45 here so yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. but you know hey you know it's a uh, short month it's the weekend it's 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 the it's the week between last week and next week so you know we got to fill some time um I kind of did it again, didn't I? Let's stop talking. It's been a joy speaking with you. (laughs) I appreciate you. You are uh, a good friend and a good person. And and thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back in uh, about a month.
1: I'm going to do a little bit more shoveling.
0: All right. Shovel it up.
1: All right. Good talking to you.